Scott with SJWildfire.com. Final Days Report, episode 179. The FTX cryptocurrency exchange collapse really helps bring in the mark of the beast. I think this is a complete psyop, a false flag, if you will, when you really dive deep into it. Bankman Fried was set up to fail. Grab money, a money grab, and then pull the rug out just like 1907. That actually brought in the Federal Reserve banking system, so-called run on the banks, the state-run banks, had to be regulated. Reminded me of the Great Depression where they shortened the money supply, and then it was a big land grab. This is a money grab. We're going to get into it. But if you follow my channel, our ministry believes the fourth beast system spoken of by Daniel 2,000 years ago is really about artificial intelligence and transhumanism. You're going to be biohacked. It's a hive mind. No more free will. The end of days system, beast system is Luciferian worship, but it's not fascism, capitalism, communism, socialism, or totalitarianism. It's mind controlism. And the patents and the technology is there. Check out the podcast we did, Divide and Conquer, Operation Crimson Mist. If you're a Christian, you believe the Holy Ghost is in you. You are the temple of God with the Holy Ghost. But all of a sudden, if you're controlled, if you're programmed, if you lose your free will, because being hoodwinked with Revelation 18 in the verse of sorcery, hoodwinked the, the world with their pharmakia. Sorcery means pharmakia. I mean, you can't make this stuff. It's all in the Bible. The seeds of men will not cleave. This mRNA technology defiles the temple of God. It defiles your genome, your DNA. You're patented, my friends. Pray on it if you've taken it. This is not, I'm not shaming you. Because I do think this is a process that you're going to have to worship the image. I think these are primers. And a lot of listeners challenge me on it, and I, and I welcome that. And I think they have some good arguments as well. I did a test. People are showing up as MAC numbers. They're tagged. They're tagged if they've been poked. At the end of the day, this is about assimilation, my friends. But this takedown of FTX, they want to bring in their central bank digital currency where you cannot buy or sell without this currency. And this will be under your skin. You're going to be the cell phone by 2030, my friends. But let's get into how, why I think this is a complete psyop. I mean, this is deep. So maybe four or five years ago, I was praying about crypto. Is this beast technology? was what I was praying about. I even think I fasted. And the Lord gave me a dream, and I've mentioned this before, about blockchain. So that night I had a dream of this black box, and then all of a sudden a chain was around it, and then just started choking this black box. And the box started to shrink and shrink and shrink like the waistline of the box was shrinking. And I felt like people were hitting, trying to get out of this black box. And then you do your research with cryptocurrency. It'll be on the blockchain. Well, that's where information will be stored on the blockchain. They'll tell you words like cell phone. You know, it's your jail phone, World Wide Web. You're caught in the web. We're using it for good. And again, I think crypto has a lot of good to it. But I think the intent is for evil. And so that was the dream that I had. So I never got involved in crypto because the other reason why I didn't get involved in it is because I know every computer has back doors to it flat out, even has come out recently with some IT experts that people say, hey, I've got my keys, my crypto keys, and hide them. Well, they know your crypto keys. They can take the money away from you at any moment, in my personal opinion, because they have the technology to see everything that you do, everything that you see. 
period. Now, granted, this is high up in the government, but it is what it is. The other thing I don't like about crypto is it moves and trains us to this cashless system. But if you think about the PSYOP, people are waking up to the Fed being a private bank and these central bankers, Ron Paul, right? Right. Let's audit the Fed. The Fed is no more private than, um, than FedEx, you know, shipping products. That's the big joke. People are awake to that. So then what do they do? They move you into crypto. And I'm not saying all crypto is bad, but crypto that can be traced by the blockchain and take away your privacy just reminds me of the central bank digital coins or currency that that central banker, that big balloon of a man said, hey, we, we can program and know and create the rules of where our central bank digital currency can go. Well, I've seen governments shut down, uh, shut down uh, cryptocurrencies around the world as well, like Bitcoin. So you got to ask, what, what is the agenda here? They're priming you for behavior to accept the mark of the beast after they suck your wealth away. And I sat down with a family member. Um, he came into the family via marriage and he had all these white papers on cryptocurrency. And I talked with him at length. I mean, this guy's done very well for these investment bankers. I think he's with Goldman Sachs. And he was telling me, you know, he, just the, the, how these cryptos kind of came about in their philosophy. And I just remember it didn't pass the sniff test to me. I didn't say that to him at the time, but it just kind of felt like it was created. It was created for a bigger psyop, for a theft. It just rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but let's get into FTX. You know, I did some research on it. It was just interesting. To me, this founder, Sam Bankman Fried, like he's going to be fried, Bankman, that's hilarious. That screams PSYOP to me. Now, I did do some research and found there was another Bankman, his brother, that he was tied with, uh, linking to COVID-19. And what was wild with this guy is he would get this money from NGOs, foundations, all the players, investment bankers, venture capitalists, some heavy hitter venture uh, capitalists, probably hedge funds. He'd get money here, puff up his stock, you know, a bunch of PR buzz around him. And then he'd turn around with his other company and give the money back to a lot of these players. I mean, it was, it, it, it was deep. Ukraine army investing in this. A lot of has come out that a lot of this money, you know, give a lot to the Ukraine army and it came back to the Democrats. And even this podcast here on Brighton, um, a gentleman that's an expert in this field talked about how Epstein is involved in this as well. You look at some of the logos with this owner. I mean, good night, do your research there. It looks nefarious. But they build this guy up, really hitting the, the hot buttons for millennials of saving the earth, saving the animals, um, disease from mosquitoes, right? right? That screams these GMO mosquitoes to go out that I'm, I'm sure are infecting us with disease right out of the World Economic Forum, Bill Gates agenda. So this guy was propped up, my friends. I wonder if he was an actor. And it just screams 1907 and the Great Depression land grab money wealth transfer. This is a wealth transfer, period. Get you involved in crypto, you know, get you involved in this cashless society, and then pull the rug out underneath you. And then, oh, by the way, just like the 1907 bank collapse where these were state um, banks and there was a so-called run on these banks, they had to have regulation. That's what brought in the scam Federal Reserve Bank. 
And you just see it, the centralized regulation. This Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says crypto must be regulated after FTX collapse. This is a classic problem reaction solution. The solution is going to be central bank digital currency that you can't buy or sell without this nonsense. And so I'm going to play a couple videos of really what happened according to Wall Street Journal. I was going to play another video. It's very, very long, but really everything I just explained with this money puffing up PR, making this character, it's kind of heavy with some man boobs, super smart MIT guy, yet he's connected to everyone. They pump him up. He gives money back accordingly with his sister company. That's the nefarious part of this. It's a shell game. And then he has this coin that he creates that really is made from nothing, has no intrinsic value. This is this is puffery, my friends. I want to play a video of what the Wall Street Journal has to say happened, but it's it's deeper than that. The corruption is deeper than this. This is this is a built up system meant to blow, in my personal opinion. And then what's wild, Wall Street Journal somewhat covers it, but then they leverage famous people to get hardworking people that work in uh, the trades, people that work in food service, rich doctors. Get them all to invest in this. And I'm not saying Tom Brady and his wife, who is a self-admitted witch, knew what this was happening. Supposedly, they lost some money in this as well. But I'm, it is what it is, folks. You can't fall for this. If it's too good to be true, if, the, if there are too many names involved in it, and if you see a strange name like, uh, what was his name again? Bank Bankman? Am I getting that right? Bankman. <laughs> Oh, they got to tell you what they're going to do to you. Bank man fried. The dude was fried. They're, they're telling you what they're going to do to you, my friends. But let's play some videos of what exactly happened. And again, it's deeper than that. They puffed this guy up. They puffed up his market cap. He gives his money, gives money back to the people that gave him money, invested in some really weird stuff. He was reckless with it. And then his coin stabilized him, but his balance sheet was off. And then the rug was pulled out underneath it. I think it was a psyop. They're going to do the same thing to the internet. They're going to say hackers hacked in and took away money from the banks. And then they're going to come up with the central bank digital currency. They're going to come up with the ID 2020, where you're going to have to have this ID to get on the internet. And oh, by the way, because of hate speech and all this this crazy information, you're you're gonna only be able to go to approved websites. That's where this is headed. That's where this is headed, my friends. But let's play the Wall Street Journal on what happened. I gave you the context of just some of the criminality here of this bait and switch, this pump and dump, and I mean the shell game. The the crimes that have happened with this are over the top, but again, it's a wealth grab. Just like 1907 that brought us the Federal Reserve Bank, now they're going to regulate um, crypto. And ultimately, it's going to be central bank digital currency. And eventually, they're going to take down the net for a little bit because of so-called hackers that, in our personal opinion, will be a false flag. And then you'll need your ID to get online. That's a shoe to drop relatively soon, I would imagine. If I'm evil and want to control the world, that's what I would do. Let's play the Wall Street Journal to give you more context of what happened from their point of view, but it's much deeper. When they talk about his sister company, 
That is where he was given money back to these NGOs and venture capitalists, reinvesting in them that puffed, puffed up his market cap, right? Good night, my friends. And then I'm going to play the advertisement that was really well done as somebody that worked in advertising. I mean, it was good advertisement that sucked in every, just people's money of all walks of life. Over $150 billion. In three days, that's how much the world's 15 largest cryptocurrencies lost in market value. It's because of the crypto exchange platform FTX, which is behind this token, named FTT. On November 6th, the token's value began to fall, losing more than 80% of its worth in the span of 72 hours. Once seen as a survivor in a struggling market, the fall of FTX has sent shockwaves through the cryptocurrency industry. So, what went wrong? FTX is the brainchild of Sam Bankman-Fried. He's commonly known as SBF on social media. He's been previously hailed as a savior of the crypto industry. And you were called the JP Morgan yep. of crypto. Yep. Does that bother you or did not? It doesn't bother me too much. Bankman-Fried founded the quantitative trading firm Alameda Research in 2017. Two years later, he started FTX, an exchange platform for buying or selling cryptocurrencies. Right now, he's the majority owner of both firms. That kind of aroused some skepticism among industry players and traders, investors, stakeholders, that there could be some sort of conflict of interest in terms of whether Alameda Research was getting preferential treatment on FTX, vice versa. But the official narrative that SBF gave in the past is that the two companies are, are separate entities. After its launch, FTX attracted major investments from Silicon Valley and Wall Street. You know, we've raised a few billion dollars over the course of the last, uh, last couple of years and we're a profitable business. It grew into the fourth largest cryptocurrency exchange for derivatives trading. Celebrities promoted the platform in ads. I'm getting into crypto. With FTX, you in? It's FTX. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Yeah, I don't think so. FTX was gaining steam and in the process often tussled with Binance the world's largest crypto exchange by volume. When FTX was getting started, Binance invested in FTX and it was one of the crypto exchange's earliest investors. But FTX, as we know, grew really rapidly and became a very substantial rival to Binance. As FTX grew in the industry, Bankman-Fried furthered his reputation as a crypto savior when digital asset prices collapsed earlier this year. It's not fair to customers. He bailed out firms, spending about a billion dollars. It's okay to do a deal that is moderately bad in, in bailing out a place. But that image didn't last. On November 2nd, Coindesk published a report based on a leaked Alameda balance sheet. According to the leaked data, Alameda claimed it had over $14 billion in assets at the end of June. But most of that was FTX's tokens. Alameda CEO Caroline Ellison tweeted that the balance sheet wasn't complete. Caroline also said its financial situation is under control. The company is doing well. However, it seems like the market just didn't really buy that. And then traders um, continue to withdraw from FTX. FTX and Alameda did not respond to a request for comment. Things escalated on November 6th, when Binance said it would offload hundreds of millions of dollars of FTT. Binance did not respond to a request for comment. 
The announcement sparked mass withdrawals. That day, FTX processed $4 billion of transactions, many times the normal amount for a day. Some got backlogged, which sparked demand for more. By November 7th, that number ballooned to $6 billion. On the 8th, a day later, FTX's finances were in crisis. Binance stepped in and said it would buy the company. It seemed like FTX might have solved its liquidity problem. But on the 9th, Binance backed out of the non-binding acquisition. The next day, the journal reported that FTX used money from customers to fund risky bets made by Alameda. It's a shocking revelation for a lot of people in the industry because even though there has been a lot of speculation about FTX and Alameda Research being joined at the hip, nobody could have foreseen that SBF was willing to transfer billions of customer funds at the, his crypto exchange to help his crypto trading firm. The Securities and Exchange Committee. Earn to give. They built him up, giving to all these great reset programs, save the environment, all for a scam. It's all a scam, my friends. So let's continue. It gets deeper. Natural asset companies, this is where they're bringing in this omnipresent system that'll track everything. I'm convinced they're dropping smart dust everywhere. We did our podcast about smart dust. I saw it in my driveway. Then I started researching it. People are getting dumped on with smart dust everywhere. They want to measure every blade of grass, ultimately. And they then they want to actually build an asset class to trade against worth trillions. I'm going to play a video from Whitney Webb where she dives a little bit deeper into this. You cannot make this stuff up. Things that are part of public commons, air we breathe, they want to put a value to it. And again, I'm telling you, everything's going to be tracked. Your carbon footprint will be tracked. The amount of food that you eat and what you eat will be tracked. Everything, your health, your so-called health will be tracked because you'll be tied into this Microsoft 0606 AI system. It's wicked, but everything, everything will be tracked. Let's read, introducing natural asset companies. This is right out of the New York Stock Exchange. To address the large and complex challenges of climate change created by the Club of Rome and the transition to a more sustainable economy, New York Stock Exchange and Intrinsic Exchange Group, IEG, are pioneering a new asset class based on nature and the benefits that nature provides termed ecosystem services. They're destroying the environment and now they're trying to make money bringing the environment back. Dumping all the chemtrails, 5G, 6G, that destroys oxygen. I mean, come on. Nax will capture the intrinsic and productive value of nature and provide a store of value based on the vital assets that underpin our entire economy and make life on earth possible. This is an enslavement system. Can't go somewhere because you're messing with the natural asset company's balance sheet. Examples of natural assets that could benefit from the NAC structure include natural landscapes such as forest, wetlands, and coral reefs, as well as working lands such as farms. Ooh, I can just see it now uh, with the farms. Do not actually have cows for milk, have fake synthetic milk, right? They're trying to tax farmers in New Zealand. I put the blood of Jesus on us. I pray this evil turns to good and that Christians are blessed. This is why we got to 
get together and, and form our own farms. Let's continue. Capture the positive externalities of preserving nature to convert natural assets into financial capital. IEG has developed an accounting framework to measure ecological performance. Natural assets produced an estimated $125 trillion annual in global ecosystem services, such as carbon sequestration, biodiversity, and clean water. They're destroying the water, and then they're going to try to make money for clean water. Let's play Whitney. She explains it better. He tries to ask her how they're going to charge. And I don't think she or anyone has the answers. But I do remember uh, somebody that I listened to. He wanted to cut some trees on his land and he had to get a permit to cut the trees from the UN. It's like, what does what the UN have to do with the United States? Folks, it's coming. And I had that dream that they want to tax you if you benefit from the land with fruit trees. And if you have a shovel, that'll be taxed. If you change your land whatsoever, it will be taxed. And part of that dream where people lived on their land forever, but then couldn't afford the property taxes, the government came in and they said, you can live here the rest of your life, but you need to give the land to the state and not pass it on to the next akin, which is basically destroying wealth for the next generation. That has not come to pass yet, but when I see Things like this where they're trying to trade natural assets at $125 trillion value, they're going to tell you you can no longer live because you've, you've basically breathed too much carbon dioxide that everybody needs or the plants need to provide us oxygen. I mean, this is the beast system, my friends. But let's, let's roll Whitney. And again, thank you for your support. Sign up for a newsletter on sjwellfire.com. God bless. All the other subject matter, as you might have gathered, uh, agrees with me a great deal. And I'm sure, it, I suspect it does you too, right? Absolutely. So tell us, what's going on? I mean, I think chronologically, the first piece you wrote, we, we can start with either one. You wrote one piece on October 13th, another, uh, I guess the timelier one is uh, UN-backed banker alliance. Should we all be applauding? Are we safe now? Is Wall Street going to save us? Well, essentially what we have here is a classic, um, uh, I guess, you, uh, if you're familiar with the quote, quote from Rahm Emanuel, uh, Obama's former chief of staff, never let a good crisis go to waste. Um, what we've seen, what we saw at COP26 was really the uh, financial um, elite, the, the banker class, uh, basically making uh, very extensive plans uh, for how to take advantage um, of of the crisis of the environmental crises the world is currently facing, um, and uh, in doing so, um, basically creating a way for them to, um, for it, it, it's really extreme uh, what they're trying to do. Essentially, um, there, there's different elements to it. Uh, one is completely remaking uh, the financial system, but one is uh, basically financializing uh, the natural world. Um, in trying to uh, create an asset class that would allow um, essentially Wall Street uh, to take ownership of things that have never been monetized before, that have long been considered uh, the part of the global commons, um, things like the ecological processes which underpin um, all life, for example, they want to, or, or this asset class would seek to monetize uh, the process by which trees 
uh, convert carbon dioxide into breathable air, um, how clean the, the, the ecological processes that produce clean water, um, things like that, and license access um, of, the, of the global commons essentially to the public, um, which is um, just, uh, it's the the same predatory practices that Wall Street and and the financial elite have used for a long time, uh, but on steroids, really under the guise of combating an environmental crisis. And there's really no evidence that this is going to alleviate any of that. Instead, it really just allows the existing uh, casino of uh, that that Wall Street um, has currently to grow and expand and continue indefinitely by creating a new asset class that they estimate is significant significantly the many multiples larger than the existing asset class of the current economy. So how does this work in practical terms? When we talk about Wall Street monetizing, for example, the process of trees, uh, converting uh, carbon monoxide to oxygen. Carbon dioxide. How do they do that? Do, in some, do they in some way assume ownership of the world's trees or do they do they have some ownership of the output of the world's trees, which is oxygen? Are these then these are assets they can trade, buy and sell, bundle, um, bribe and uh, the corrupt ratings agencies? To, you know, in other words, is this a new uh, form of ownership over? This is enslavement. This is dumping smart dust on everything and tracking every blade of grass. When I heard this, that's what this reminded me of. This whole technocracy, transhumanism, hive mind, internet of things where Lucifer wants to be omnipresent. They're going to shut access off to nature. So a deep one, I decided to come back. You have the natural asset companies that are going to measure everything, part of this technocracy, via smart dust, via the 5G raining down on us. Then the cryptocurrency collapse, I think by design, they build up a guy named Bankman, fried, it's going to be fried, get everybody to jump on board, build the credibility pull the rug out, then they need to actually bring in the government to regulate. And oh, by the way, the central bank currencies are there. You can just see this morphing into can't buy or sell. The next PSYOP is going to be a major hack where all the banks are involved. And it's going to mean digital ID 2020 to be able to get on the internet, but the internet will no longer be fun. It'll be awful. And only approved sources, only big brother sources can be there. Get simple, my friends. Start a farm if you can. Maybe even join a co-op. Plant a garden, even if you don't have land. Plant a garden uh, on somebody else's land. Guerrilla gardening, they call it. Pray up. Make sure you're obedient to the Lord. Sign up for our newsletter, sjwellfire.com. Have a blessed day.